Rolling Bones Outdoors presents Hunt the World. From Montana to Mexico, Texas to Tajikistan, Alaska to Asia, Colorado to Canada, we hunt the world, and you can too. Do you want to take your hunting skills to the next level? Ever thought about going on that hunting adventure of a lifetime? But didn't know where to start? This podcast will be for you. Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Hey everyone, Bleep here. On behalf of everyone at Rolling Bones Outdoors, we want to wish you a happy new year and a prosperous 2022. This is our final podcast for 2021. And today we are going to send out to you a previously unreleased podcast that was recorded by the guys back in June following our Elite Argali Club shooting school. So we hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Bone Cave, everybody. Um, I don't know what number this is, but we've done a bunch of these. I know that for sure. And uh, But I, I will tell you this, Bob Miller from Bay City, Michigan, we're giving you a shout out in the intro. Um, I loved your email on AKA uh, Mountain Man hashtag 393, but I was a little disappointed that you had two names for me, Sasquatch and Cactus Man. I know where you got Cactus Man because when I rolled my rump roast onto the cactus, but <laughs> Sasquatch, you've been listening to too many of these other guests on this place and uh, um, things on social media. So anyway, no, I'm teasing. We appreciate the email. Uh, I think Lindley sent that to us this morning, as I remember it. But anyway, um, I hope Brad give you a legitimate answer. It was more than legitimate. Probably it was an exceptional response. Pro- I, I would. Um, if you have any more questions, you might want to call the office six zero five six four four eight. No, I'm teasing. Uh, anyway, uh, we, big shout out to you. But everybody else, we appreciate you joining us today. I'm Brian Mayman, co-founder of Rolling Bones. To my right, we have. Uh, um, the Mountain Man, hashtag Mountain Man. No, it's not hashtag. Hashtag 393. But, no uh, hashtag yet. No hashtag yet. Mountain Man Martin. And we, uh, to my left. And no we, hash either. No hash. You don't like hash. Never tried it. Probably don't need it. Oh, no, no, no. I was thinking. I wasn't Are you talking thinking, hash browns? I was thinking corned beef hash. That's also good. Um, hash I, browns and corned beef like hash. I like corned beef hash. I like, I like you know, the hash is good. Anyway, on the left, why is everything pot? What was that Merle Haggard song? Well, Back Rand- when Randy. Coke was still cola, and a joint was a bad place to be, right? Rand- Randy was just here, so. <laughs> so anyway, Brian Leslie, a.k.a. Bleep. Oh, okay, should. I'm armed and dangerous today. So <laughs> I'm going to go back to that question from the email that you gave. What was the question? Oh, the question was... Um, it was actually a really good question. It was about if I'm building a rifle in... Um, he was working up a load. One is he's, he's got a 7 psalm. We get a lot of questions. 7 psalms have become quite popular. Which used to be a wildcat, but now it kind of is. It, it, it kind of still is in some ways. Well, it's, just, it's, just a, it's not a wildcat. It short was, no, it was standardized by Remington. Psalm stands for short action ultramag for everybody that's... Yep. Uh, um, so there you go. So, uh, but he, he asked about... He, he shoots three... When he's working up his load... He uh, shoots a three-shot group, and he saw these chamber chillers, and he wondered if we thought they were a good idea. And uh, I, uh, I don't uh, wait as long as he does in between group. I, well, I, d- I just do load development different. I explained how we we do our load development, and 
develop a node and do, uh, you know, shoot it over a chronograph. And anyway, I went through the whole thing with him, and I think uh, yeah, I think it was super good. I, I was reading it this morning at like 5.50 or 6 o'clock. Lindley goes, hey, this is a really good email from a listener of the podcast, Bob Miller from Bay City, Michigan. Um, <laughs> and uh, anyway, um, I was like, that's a perfect question for Brad Dito. So um, I think that's how I responded to the email, too. And so um, that's a good response. It's a good response. And Brad, I knew Brad would give him a great response. So anyway, uh, Brad Dan is also here with us today. And uh, um, we are rocking and rolling. So we're going to talk about our, our Golly Club event that we just had. Um, and what we did, just so everybody knows, to give this, uh, to give you a backdrop on what is the Argali Club, this is the first, or maybe I, we've uttered it before, but now what is this and how do I get invited and what's involved in this? What we did was we, uh, um, we do these shooting schools, and we love them. And Brad does a great job, Brian does a great job, and uh, I'm tolerable there. Um, <laughs> and uh, um, and uh, do, you not, do you not do a great job? Or I, I don't know. How do you say – and I do a fantastic job as well. You know, I don't know how to say that. Um, I, I think that uh, – um, <clears throat> You, you guys love you guys love talking ballistics, data, research. You're an engineer through your education. You're a doctor through your education, dentist, DDS, and you have two engineering degrees, right? No, just one. Oh, and what was that in? Um, uh, like construction and civil. Oh, I thought you said one. No, it's it's combination. It's 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 construction engineering management, which is a hybrid between construction and civil engineering. And you, but you got an engineering degree. Yeah. So, you, so both these two are very technically uh, apt people. I've been to this, uh, um, uh, what's it called, uh, personality uh, thing, and it's called STAR, Structure, Technical, Action, and Relationship Driven. He breaks it down into four, and then are you uh, extroverted, introverted inside of that, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, um, I would say both of your personalities have a lot of T in it. Does that make sense? And uh, um, thinking, theory, thinking, technical. You like? Well, I was an ESTJ, and the Myers Briggs. Oh, okay. Ex exactly. I don't know the star one. Right, but same. So I've done the Myers Briggs. Lindley and I did the Myers Briggs and the. Star, you were so. you were an I something. Um, I, I'm I'm an organized action taking person. Um, I introverted. Get, and I'm introverted. Yes. Yeah. If I have, uh, you're you're a teacher, and you would be judgmental, so you'd be you're a, a teacher, and you like to teach. So I, I, I would, am an educator. I I'm a coach. You, I, I would think say I'm a coach. A coach, okay. Yeah, a coach, teacher, yeah, teacher same thing. Yeah. Similar, um, yeah. you know, mentor. Um, so in that respect, I think you like those. You like it in a different aspect. You're uh, you're always pumping. You know, I mean, I do like to get involved and help them along. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's be my role. No shyness. Is, what's that? No shyness. No, I'm not. Uh, I, I now in my as we've matured these, I don't go down to the uh, um, I don't go down to the targets at 100 and 200 and uh, do the the fraction of math and the the. Uh, no, you sit you sit back into the shade and you look like you're. When I peek back there, it looks like you're sitting there looking at the end of a pencil, saying, "Should I stick this part through my?" Eye or exactly. What? That's right. exactly. What no, I'm doing. I get that. I get that. Because I'm so. thinking, I'm thinking, just buy one of our rifles, and we'll show you how to shoot a great group and go <clears> kill <throat> shit. But because uh, we're, we're going to spend the next three hours trying to get you on paper better. No, I'm just teasing. Just have a little fun. No, this is <laughs> this is different though. This is no. We do different. We do a lot of intro, you know, entry level shooting schools where people know. Oh a yeah, lot, we lot less. yeah. A lot of these guys. I mean, we had guys who had been to four of our shooting schools there. That's a whole different deal. And the, almost everybody had our rifles. Right. There. So we. I digress. Yeah. Okay. So it's um. So what we did is we took some of our top clients. We just took the ones that 
that that are just they they just they yes they spend a lot of money with us yes they treat our staff well they they're committed to us as a you know they're they're that they're that star they're that star. none of them voted for Biden no probably not um, but anyway and so we invited him in and we treated him like royalty for uh, two days two and a half days and we took him up and shot like crazy yeah. in all kinds of hunting scenarios right uh, totally hundred percent this is this is a golf course for men with a gun. And uh, you get to... That might be a little <laughs> sexist or chauvinistic. No, that is totally acceptable in hunting. I don't know if that's true, but anyway. We essentially set up a golf course for long-range shooting. Now, when I we say didn't have any golf balls, though. I know, right? That but, would be more fun. Put some golf balls out there at 400 meters. So it's funny. Oh, it's, it's bleep, like the, this is my job. To it's, it's like the first time that you take some friends to... <laughs> Uh, Mary Jane to ski area, and they look at the bump runs, and some if they've never done that, and they're, maybe that's it's like holy crap, what did I get? So the first time we show up, it, this is totally realistic for the most part. At the at the very end, we stretch it out, and I mean we we make some less realistic. You know, we shoot out to about twelve hundred yards. Sometimes we go out to uh, a mile, but that's usually in a different setting. But beginning first day, first spot. It's funny because by the end of the first day, when we went back to stage one or hole one for you golfers, um, hole one, we started at 165 yards, 185 yards, and 224 yards, but they were on the downside of a hill shooting straight uphill. Super neat, and it looks a lot more intimidating. Um, and and it's still, you know, I mean, it just depends on, on what you're up to, but totally realistic hunting snares. It's like, okay, we're going to go hunting, but we're going to shoot steel, or in this case, rocks, because we were, we were being cautious that we didn't spark anything because it is, has been dry. But, but they were identified rocks. We they, laid yep. the course out. We, yeah, we, we laid the course them. out. We, so, they, so it wasn't an arbitrary, Yeah, for you guys. It. Still low got, odds of starting a fire with a, with a bullet, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. With steel. But, but, but no odds were our, was our goal. Not yeah. low odds, no odds. Yeah. You know? but, yes. still, but, but still, brass, brass and lead doesn't really spark that well, really. And well, we, 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 we were, uh, yeah, we didn't want to start a fire. And, and we fortunately got now a Now, if we were shooting magnesium, that would, be de- that would be entertaining. Right. Or depleted uranium. That would be interesting. <laughs> yes, we didn't have any depleted uranium. I would like some depleted rounds. uranium. So, um, but it was super fun. And uh, I, I think everybody enjoyed it a ton and got a ton out of it. Um, and it's fun. And uh, we shoot. We shoot as well because this is we're coming up on season. I'm having trouble with these podcasts because the only thing every time I p- wanted to input on what we wanted to do, I was like, "Okay, Brian, you leave in two weeks. Um, what do you bring in? Tell us about your preparation for your doll sheep hunt." But n- no, we got to well, we, we got to divert we got to divert my attention away from sheep season because who knows? Well, I we, know three people are going sheep hunting here pretty quick, and it's not like I'm excited about it and ready to go. But um, am I speaking fast now? Um, Muscatine, Iowa. Yes, yeah, I we'll, am. We'll, t- we'll tell that story. <laughs> we'll tell that story here in a second. So we'll definitely tell that story. Have you heard this story? You're going to love oh, yeah. it. I have not. Okay. Oh, the so guy's gonna, driving out yeah, here? Yeah, you're going to oh, love yeah. it. So let's just wait for a second. So let me go back real quick to let you guys know. So the Argali Club, what happened was we brought these, We brought these. Uh, um, some of, you know, the, it's the guys you hear us mention too. Jonathan Ankner, Al Jones, you know, Scott Palmer, um, uh, uh, Brian and Hootie from Iowa, yada, 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 right? These guys that, that just have, you know, bought rifles. They're all in our system. They're calling in every day. They're hunting crazy adventure seekers, and they go nuts with us, and uh, um, 
and they trust our vetting process, our adventure catalog, and they're, they're great members. Does that make sense? And so what we did was uh, the first evening we had a, a catered dinner, di dinner in here in the rolling uh, in the bone cave. We essentially were auditioning a new course, and, and we, we invited yeah. yeah yeah, and we fitted them. So and we're thinking about doing this right as a as an actual uh, uh, as an event, um, and uh, I'm offering this. And so everybody got fitted on a Mr. Ranch pack for a wilderness backpack trip. Okay, yeah. Brian Martin was here. He took the time to fit everybody and say, "This is what I do. How you like, how does this feel?" And it was super good. And we just had an evening of fellowship, and they all got fitted for a pack for their wilderness adventures this fall. I, I might add, I don't think there's anybody. Better at fitting a pack to people. You are an expert at it, Brian, and you do a great job. And uh, I noticed because, like, we would rough them out and then we'd ship them <laughs> kind of at the assembly line. Well, there's yeah, just that, little things you just do. That's close. Now you go to Brian. Well, you, it, it was detriment. What, what, what I found out is you become really good at something when it's involved in your own success. And as an outfitter, a wilderness backcountry outfitter, backpack guide, if they didn't have their pack fitted right, it was a misery for you, too. Well, every single hunter we had to do minor adjustments on just because right. they don't have enough experience with it. So then the second day we rolled out, and uh, we do dinners, breakfast, lunch, uh, lunches in the field, breakfast here. And we just literally, and then that night we went to, came back, cleaned up, went to a really nice dinner, talk hunting. Um, we had more gifts for our clients. And then um, the last night, same thing. We had a course shed, uh, set up. Uh, there's competition in the course. There's one-on-one -on -one instructing in the course. There's us shooting with you in the course, which I think brings a lot of value. Um, having Brad at the range, Brian at the range, myself laying down and shooting. I would say we're going to have to have a more impartial timer. I noticed they started the clock when we were still in the truck when it was our turn to shoot. <laughs> and we and, and we and we still that that was all that was all because of Brian Wolf because he's a jack wagon. But anyway, we won't even go there on this one. So, um, and so so yeah. So the Argali Club was amazing. Yes. And uh, it came off without a hitch, and I can't wait because we're going to talk all about it. Because obviously, as you can tell, we had a blast, and uh, it was a lot of fun. But we are thinking of offering it as members because I think there would be a lot of value in um, having it. There, there's backpacking components to it, fitting your pack, yep, what you bring, doing some hike with your gear. You know, you don't – I tell you what. Shooting off of rocks, packs. Yeah. Shooting Shoot of rocks, packs, All shooting sticks, finding a finding a place, finding a place that uh, um, that to shoot. Okay, we found yep. the uh, object. You have to shoot yep. between here and here. Yep. And there's a cedar tree there. There's a bunch of cedar pitch. I got a there. bunch of pitch. I my my shirt is no longer <laughs> appropriate for wearing in town. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Brian comes over. I got this station set up. Brian comes over. and goes, Ooh, I found the perfect place. Now there was a reason the anchor didn't lay in there because he's looking at it going. Mm, I don't know if I want to lay. The hunter and Brian went. I'm killing that sucker. He just laid down. He got on the target and he's like. But I go, I go, you just off to the left edge, but hit. And then he goes, before I could even, he goes, I saw it, boom. So he hits it, and he's all excited. He comes up, he hits it three times in a row. Martin comes up to me, and he goes, well, how was that, Brian? And I was a really good shooting buddy. And it, I think it was at like 900, right, 940? It's, it's, it was 1130. 1130, that's right. It was over, the, it was 1130 yards. So he hit it, and it was. Uh, oh, sorry, 1030. It was 1030. It was 1030. Yep. I didn't think it was 1100. Yeah, 1030. But, and, and it was about a 16-inch piece right and and it was, like, and he, it was like a piece of cheese with a chunk stuck taken out yes and it was a 16 inch slot we were shooting at anyway brian's all excited he jumps up and then i had to go relieve myself so i went over and used the little mountain money and came back and brian's like 
Did you see me? Look at me. I can't even wear this shirt ever again. <laughs> it's so so because well, pitch doesn't come out very well. No, it doesn't. Especially when it's like in multiple places. <laughs> you could use it as a fire starter. It's shirt. a good. No, it's a good hunting shirt now, <laughs> and I have an excuse to upgrade it to a hunting shirt. So you call this like a golf course? Is I, that right, Brian? I, I call it like so. How many well, holes did you have? Oh gosh, a golf course with no 15, outhouse. Fifteen holes. Twenty. Well, we probably had twenty locations 20. with five to six holes at so each location. So we did some of the things like back when I used to shoot in some of these uh, competitions. You would they, they would build a fan, and so we kind of emulated that so that guys could see and then we put them under time and and it's funny because or if you're going to reference the right vocabulary i would say a t-box a t-box yeah th- to keep with the same theme yeah exactly. there you go but but we'd we'd build a fan so we would set okay you have three targets they're inside these these parallels and you can't go past this and then once you step into the fan time starts so that's kind of how we did. We did some stuff like that. Some so we stuff, located the yeah. animal. The animal's on that mountain, and he's going to move from there to there to there. You need to shoot him all three places, and on your marks, get set, go. And we had wow. teams. We had we had them set up in te- on certain courses. You know, I mean, we had some stuff that was team stuff timed, just to put them in. They different. did really really good, all of them. Yeah, Brian we, Johnson, the the shooting off of sticks, he's became so efficient. It's fun to watch. What's funny because some of the guys, a couple of the guys, have never been to any of our shooting schools. I've never shot not. I have never shot off sticks in that, before. In that way, and they yeah. were like, "Oh my gosh, I've never done this before. This is so crazy. I can't believe I could do that." So, so they anyway. weren't using sticks. Well, we we had everybody like unless you're Brian Martin and say this doesn't make sense. I could <laughs> probably get prone, or I could do this, or I could do that. And I was like, "No, no, no, no." The the point of this exercise is to <laughs> is to put you in a trickier situation. So it's not like oh, okay. Brian brings a tripod down. Not, you, you can't always you can't always get prone. Yeah. Well, and sometimes there's a lot of times you need to sit down and use shooting sticks. Right. And you see all these uh, produced television shows that guys are showing how to hunt all across the world, and they got their elbow on their knee, and they got two points of wobble point. When you can buy an eighty nine dollar set of sticks for, off of line from us. <laughs> And, and throw your stick on it, use your backpack as a chicken wing supporter so you're nice and firm. And we had guys, every time we do this, we have guys at the end of the shooting school, they go, or the, a course, I should call it a course, an outdoor shooting course, they, they, they shake their head and go, no way am I going to be able to hit something. Scott Palmer sat down his second time on sticks, and he, he dead-centered Dead centered, a 15-inch target at 740 yards. Wow! With his shooting sticks, and to see the smile on Palmer's face when he got up, I was like, "Got a boy, brother!" And he's like, "Dude, this rocks!" And Shay looked at him and he goes, "I've never shot off sticks like this. Have you?" And he goes, "I've never done it either." They were, but that's how quick you can pick it up. But it's good to learn. Yeah, you always go to the best rest, but sometimes you teach a shitty rest so you can practice. Well, I can promise you this: when you're in the Badlands hunting coyotes, you're not getting prone. No, no, you have to shoot off sticks or you have to shoot off yeah, that tripod. You off against a cut bank like this, yeah. snuggled in, and well, those little boogers come flying I, in, and you're boom. And those, when those, I'm there, Brian says, no, you can't shoot it. We might spook the deer. I'm like, oh. well, mm-hmm. most of my brown bear and grizzlies, I've shot off the same stick. I've had those sticks, but way, you know, right. the ones that like Lenses Jansen used to sell with yeah. Crooked Horn. Yeah. They basically those get, are the first pair they, I bought, like too. Easton, Easton, uh, basically, it's like an Easton uh, tent pole. Yep. With a piece of rubber <laughs> on top, you know. That's exactly yeah. the first ones I bought, and I brought it back out here. For and they're really good Russell. out to even without the even because a lot of times I need to shoot quickly. They're super good, fast, even without any pack, two, three, four hundred yards. But once you get more than that, you got to do the chicken wing stuff. Otherwise, you're flopping. Yeah. yeah. 
So anyway, so so uh, um, so, but it was really good to see these guys get really yep. good. And yeah. what's nice is you can change that height really easily. Yeah, you pinch them, boom. Well, if you get a short person, you just go wider. You're sitting yeah. on a little bit of a hill, you go wider. You get to get taller, you go narrower. Right. So you can actually change the elevation between 12 and 15 inches instantly. Where some of the tripods, you got to like move each leg because it's set. We'll have to do a video on this. Go out to a cut bank and show it and put mm -hmm. that on for the members. Good too. idea. Yeah. Because it's faster. So, so then, did you score it on time and accuracy? Is that how we? Uh, you score know, it? we we we, we kind of did bail a little bit on the time because we we're some people were getting more nervous than we needed them. And to some be. people didn't know when the time was starting. Like yeah. if it was in oh, the box, yeah. you know. So, but it was just a good exercise in adding pressure. If we had to do it again with that group, we would have uh, rule cards, and then we would. Uh, you go through it, it with them and. Demonstrate it. Yeah, because we know these guys good enough, so holding them accountable and kicking their ass wouldn't be a bad thing. Ah, they're all listening. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we know all these guys super well, obviously, right? Well, the um, nice thing about the tied one, it was it was fairly close. You had no clicking on right. your scope. It, everything was between 190 and 260 or something. Yeah. But here's the funny thing is, is we took them off the range of steel, making sure their guns were all in, and we didn't have we had, we had, we had everybody on the bus. I felt like George Bush, right? We, we no no shooter was going to be left behind. So we went to steel, went to the original range. So we everybody, got everybody was else. dialed. Everybody was dialed, right? Well, there was one other gun that wasn't one of ours that was was yeah. kind of acting up. I don't know what was wrong. Yeah, I don't either. But, I was dumbfounded. But but <laughs> here's here's what I will tell you. Here's what I will tell you. Um, if you're listening up, Bob from Bay City, that was the gun you were looking at. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will tell you this. When we went to the, uh, um, that first station and we said, okay, here you are, three of them, they all were like, oh, my God, that's so far away. Right. They were, their, their brain just went, that's so far away. Then, on purpose, we shifted them out to 750. Then they looked back at the hill and they felt like they could touch it. And so when you get out west, we see that a lot. People, 90% of the people I've seen miss shoot over things. Well, and I think that's, why, that's why you dial your dope and don't question it. Exactly. Right. They think it's further than it is, so they hold off the animal because they want to give it a They don't trust the rifle and the ballistics. So 90% of them I've watched, they shoot over things. And, well, and yeah. it, was, it was definitely steep uphill shots. Yeah. So it was close. But it was steep uphill, and that throws your figure ground yeah. off just a little bit. Well, Absolutely. The, well, the old days of Kentucky windage, you really had to know your ballistics on your gun, what it would do at four and five, because um, otherwise, if you're, if you're guessing, you're going to miss bad. That's the nice thing about dialing your dope with a custom turret. You just basically, you, you trust it. Yeah, I mean, we, you, you prove it, you trust it, and you shoot it. I, I think we don't have, question it. With yeah. one but person question show it, up. but you know you got yeah. you got to know like well this yeah. doesn't sound right. My rangefinder says mm, this. Mm, I think I better range it again. Right. Yeah. That kind of questioning is. But fine. the but the chart on but, but the custom charts that, that uh, were on all the guys' guns are very accurate on hunting ranges. Even though it's a little hotter, a little bit lower elevation or high elevation is close enough. You're not going to miss an animal at 500. Mm -mm. It was interesting to see. What were you going to say, Brad? Well, I was going to say we had somebody show up with a BDC reticle. And, and in, in our initial school, we talk about, you know, different ways. There's holdover, Kentucky windage, BDC. There's holding uh, your there's OCD. reticle. And there's dialing turrets. It didn't take long before you figure out that BDCs are no place for this game in, in the circumstances we were shooting at. It's, it's right. dial your turrets. Yeah, you need to, you need to have that twisty thing yep. figured out. Yep. Uh -huh. So, you know, it, it to me it was like. But if you have OCD, you can go BDC or CDC or ABC. <laughs> I knew that was coming, <laughs> or AOC. Um, oh so yeah, you never go AOC. <laughs> so I got to tell you something. Blue. 
So I'm I'm in the truck and I got my I got my Iowa boys with me, and and they're like I'm, they're talking about the podcast. And they're like we love the podcast. It's so great, you know. And, and you guys got so much information, and you guys are so funny at times. And and uh, um in any way, and they ask where Brian Martin comes up with this shit, and we say he's like a little kid that we have to hold the keys from him because he'll start rattling him <laughs> during the middle of a meeting. So anyway, um he goes, but you guys talk so damn fast when you get on there. And so I'm like, oh, why? And he goes, do you guys all take crack or speed or drink 8 million gallons of coffee? And I'm like, no. I said, actually, sometimes I think they drag on a little bit. He's, oh, my God, no, we can. We have to rewind it 20 <laughs> times to hear it. And I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. Okay. Well, that's your perspective. I get it, Brian. I get it, Cootie. That's fine. And they're listening right now. Yeah. So the, this is typical Iowa <laughs> <laughs> brothers of mine because this wasn't the first time because they asked me why why i talk so fast too i just explain because you two are involved and i have to speak quickly to get anything interjected right so that's that was my excuse i didn't know i of course i I didn't i always just tell them to turn on the subtitles (laughs) so you're ready for this we're we're driving it gets better we're driving you got that or i didn't (laughs) right yeah no i'm with you (laughs) all right so we get there okay or we get on our way out and we're just leaving bell on the highway to head over to montana and uh they go hey where was the uh what what did you guys just shoot when you guys started screaming go we got him blah 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 (laughs) and uh i go i go i don't know i'd have to listen to it to see whose voices it are and see if it jogs my memory because it was something from the television shows i know exactly what it was yeah it was it was the freaky deer with the three beams or the two beams that with uh, with Mark, uh, with Mark, with uh, Casavan, go ahead. You want me to tell you what it really was? Oh yeah, sure. Tell me. It was in Russia. Oh, was it really? It was it when you shot your ram? Exactly. Is that when it was? Exactly. I didn't know that, so I was totally wrong. <laughs> well, but now listen. Well, now you know, Brian and Hoot. May- maybe since Brian did the editing, he probably would remember. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with him, but I'm going to I'm I'm going to give myself a little credibility here. I had to listen to it ten times, and I'm like, God, yeah. what what is going on? I go, I go, let me see your phone because it was playing so fast. I'm like, you idiots! I go, you're on you're on two times speed. <laughs> Hootie, Hootie slaps Brian on the shoulder. He goes, Because that explains that it. explains it. And I go, explains what? And he goes, well, we were doing the math. If these are 40 minutes, how we could drive for six hours, and we had listened to half of them or whatever number they had set for a goal. And so I'm like, you they drove, dumbass. They drove 10 hours and got through 23 he, of them. I'll, I'll, give you, I'll, give you a, I'll give you a pro tip. If you listen to it at half speed, it's hilarious because it sounds like we're on quaaludes or something. It really. Well, if you listen you at will, twice it, the speed, it looks sounds like we're on crack. <laughs> yeah, <it's something. laughs> yeah, but don't do that. The mystery, however, has been solved. <laughs> Wait. Well, I do remember the what you were referring to because I looked at that one too. I looked at that one too, but then the the video clip that I used to take the audio from for the open, I took. I decided to go with the Russia one. Oh, see, I thought so it was about the three beams. That one. So, I also looked at that one too. So, because we went nuts when we found that buck. Exactly. But but we did go nuts when we we got him. We got him yeah. because yeah, there was a long. Well, you tend to repeat things that you're used to saying. Yeah, you're when right. When you're excited, right? We got him. That's yeah. why. That's why the <laughs> f word is so popular, right? You <laughs> so your always... short-term memory bank. That's yeah. exactly right. <laughs> No, you're right. It is in your short-term memory bank, and it's used something used. So anyway, it was it was interesting. So the, the, we had we had a lot of laughs. We had a lot of fun. But I thought everybody shot super well. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah. Realistic hunting scenarios, you know. That yeah, fitted people, for a pack. People got so much. Uh, I've noticed a huge improvement in target acquisition, which is a struggle bus item a lot of the times, especially, you know, especially if you're where we – it's crazy because we have white steel targets, and if the sun's not right, they are even hard to find. But a white steel target is a lot easier to find than a deer. Right, and that's why it just shows why it's important to set the spotting scope up, and then let the hunters look through it, the shooters, yeah. and then they know what you're looking at. Yep, because that, that's what I've always done: guiding, um, getting behind the spotting scope, yep. and then you don't have a confusion. Otherwise, it's a lot of like over there at nine o'clock. Well, what, well, what nine o'clock? Right? I mean, yep, <laughs> we're seeing a lot more comfort behind the rifle, uh, in my opinion. You know, and everybody people. shot a breaker can. So yeah. there wasn't a lot of uh, physical beating going on out there on your shoulder and no, your eyes. No 300 mags. So no, no magnemized. We didn't get to laugh at anybody getting. Uh, everybody had a 6.5 PRC or Sherman Short of one flavor, one except seven. one guy. One guy had a 7 SOM. Which is fine. He had a, yeah, did he yeah. have a SOM? Yeah, a 7, seven SOM. Yep. Shooting 168 burgers. Yep. Oh, is that what, that was a yeah? Because short last year he, when he was out here, he was shooting yeah, 180 he, ELDMs, I think, and so this year he was shooting uh, 168s, which is a perfect match. Scott was shooting a seven. No, no, no. Oh yeah, two. There were two I sevens. I was going to say, right. you guys. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm. He was shooting an old. He was shooting a seven, and he got uh, that, a year yep, or two okay. ago. Yeah, he ordered yep, from. Uh, that's uh, right. He ordered from us at yep. the sheep show a year I, ago. Yeah, I forgot. Was so he shooting was the 162s? No, 168s. Oh, he was. Because I asked him because on the the second morning, the first station, we were on that together, yep. and I asked him before he went. I said, "Hey, w which bullet are you shooting so I can call your wind?" Because the 168s are inherently wind eaters. I mean, yeah. they, they just, Super good. they're like the 180 uh, rums that we, 30 caliber that we shot. I mean, they just, they, they take wind and throw. You mean like the 210 burger and the 230s? The 230s. The 230s in the rum. 230s in the rum were even a bigger Better. wind eater. They, yeah. But they're they, a bigger they're, shoulder they're like, smacker. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the 230 was probably the best wind eater we ever had. I mean, oh, yeah. you, you just took the wind to whatever you thought, and you took it. Half it. Yeah. <laughs> a 7 mag with a 180, if you got velocity, is very similar to that, but a lot less. Well, recoil. these 168s are good anyway. Yeah, anyway, they're, good. Uh, they're nice. They're so, like a 140. So we had a 7. And, yeah. Oh, I know. The, yeah. <laughs> the Psalm. Um, but we got him rocking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. There was a couple shots. I, I still don't know what happened. But, but. But Jim's became an amazing show. No, it wasn't, it wasn't Jim, Jim, though. It, it wasn't, wasn't Jim. He, there was just a no, couple times where yeah. there was some weird stuff with and it, his. And it was a gun because it wasn't, it wasn't consistent with what Jim had been producing. Right. No, because he shot it, and then I shot it, and, then, and it was like. Yeah, I was like, Brian, would you shoot that gun? I got I to gotta figure this out. Uh, oh, so you guys ran into. We ran into some hiccups with his gun. You ran into some obstacles with his gun. Yeah. No, because his shooting, for me, yeah, he was spot on. You know what else Jim got really good at? Bonanno, we're talking about you. Um, well, the nice thing about guys like target, Jim. Target acquisition. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, the nice thing about Jim, he doesn't really need to have to put a pack there. He just lays, lays on his belly, you know, kind of like you I and, do. <laughs> Jim, you and Brian. Uh, Jim, I didn't say that. Brian Martin did, so you can say that to him. That's, yeah, it's hard to have a chicken wing when you have a natural support. <laughs> so I would say there's three things, though, that we've seen. Uh, I know we're talking about the Argali Club, but there's three things that we've seen. Target acquisition, controlled or stabilized rest, and um, and uh, the, the proper um, dope. Yeah. Data approved on prior. And follow-up shots were a little bit better, which is still but, really important. But wouldn't uh, you important. say that those are the three big ones that we run into when people go from the first course to the second course where we start uh, throwing them in situations, live hunting, it's hard to find the target. We spend a lot of time on target acquisition. Yeah. Well, 
And wind, wind is a variable constant. That's, yeah, wind, uh, wind is wind. The other thing is, is when wind. guys can start calling their own shots and seeing where they hit, that's you know when you that's you know when they're getting dialed. And I right. would say if they can't, if a hunter can't see his own hit, um, he has that. That's really detrimental in a hunting situation because he, let's say I'm I'm not looking behind the scope where he's got another guide or something happened and I miss seeing where he hit and he doesn't know where he's hit. It's really hard. He doesn't know where he hit it. Which and explains two. Uh, that explains a big reason why we like the sixes, the six fives, and the sevens, because they're so much easier. Still to see packable. Yep, packable. But, but, but the recoil management's easier. Right, so much easier. Um, you know, and there's there's just even between the seven, which we've all shot tons and tons of stuff with the sevens. There's just a little more favorability in the six fives. Yep. And that's, I mean, that's the big thing that's it's, made it's, him it's so balancing, popular. It's, ba- it's balancing killability yep. with packability and shootability. Yep, I agree. So, so let me ask you this. We, we, let's say we made the Argali Club an event where we, we, we uh, um, brought it in. We put, it as, yep. a, we put we, it as one of our courses. Yep. And we had pack fitting night where everybody got a pack a part of the price. They, they get the pack that we, what would you call it, an F-250. Yeah, we had an F-250 pack here. Yeah, so we had an F-250 pack all ready for them. Or a GMC 3500. Right. It was, the, it, it, was a, it was, I would say, a, the 2500 High Country Edition because it yeah. it's the cool High Altai Argali. Right, because we, we <laughs> customize it. We customize it. For, but we can customize it for every person right. that comes into this yeah. shoot. Or I want to call it an event because it's more than a shoot. Then we could do, we could do the same thing, dinners, fellowship. Yeah. Um, we could do the same gift package all the way through. But what we could do is we do the fat pack fitting. We also do a, a what's in our pack. What's in our pack. Um, what's for, in our pack is super popular. Yep. Uh, what's in super our pack popular. for we do almost a pack like hunt. a Western elk hunt, yep. uh, mule deer hunt, and then or a wilderness hunt. What yep. do you think of that? Well, yeah. I, I mean, that, when we did that, because we haven't done that for since last year. We didn't do that at all in our shoes. We just ran out of time. But that was yeah. exceptionally popular, and that takes a while to do it right, like a yeah. good equipment list. It's a three. It's like a three. It was a three hour, two and a half hour thing when we did it. I mean, it and just then the other thing I think we should do is because they've changed my world so much. Um, I think we should make a part of the price of this an orthotics. I think we oh, should yeah. do because we should have him the on. The orthotics next week. are key because good boots and then the orthotic and a good boot is like yeah. a lifesaver. Okay, so and if I have a good pack and I have orthotics in my boots and I have the right stuff in my pack. And my pack's fitted. And is balanced and weighted properly. Dude, Heavy, how, high, and light, low. How much, how much, right, things like that, how much is that worth for hunters? They're just thinking out loud. Now, that's if you're listening a, That's today, how you remember AOC, and that's how I remember heavy, high, and light, low. It, it all works. There's all these good analogies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Martin. Um, so then, if you're listening and you go, you know what else? We call that a new mind. Let us know, though. Give, kick us an email. Let us know. Um, uh, info at rollingbones.com. Uh, um, kick us an email and we rollingbonesoutfitters.com. Oh, info at rollingbonesoutfitters.com. So, kick us an email if there's something else you'd like to see on that, or if there'd be interest for you to come out there. It was a two and a half day event. We spent a lot of time with hunters, we, we spent a lot of time showing you how to shoot, showing you how to team up, showing you how to ask your uh, hunting partner for assistance when it comes to shooting, um, an approach to the different, uh, the different shoots, how to spot, how to call wind. I mean, there's a lot of advanced uh, applications. To so, this. I had realistic hunting scenarios, I had target acquisition improved, um, comfort behind the rifle was improved for people. Most people had their gear set up properly. Um, 
or close, you know. I mean, we, we that's typically not exactly how we see things. Um, getting people got better in the wind is a, with the two and a half Because days. the guys were calling the wind a little bit. Yep, they, they started trying to You know to call what my wind. favorite part was? What? Shay. You like Shay? That he was the no, favorite when he got part that, of No, when he got the other gun, he was super happy. Well, no, so the next day he took our gun out, right? That's what I mean. And he was a little His like, confidence was, oh, went his from confidence, like so-so to great. Dude, we sat there and he started shooting crap from like, and he, he started becoming a part of that rifle. But that wasn't even my favorite part. My favorite part was to see the joy in his face and the disbelief, joy, and enthusiasm all in one emotional state on his face. Like, did I just do that? Holy shit, Yes. That's cooler than crap. Well, you know here, what I'm saying? Here's, an, here's is summing that up. You don't know what you don't know. Because he's hunted a lot. He's hunted all over. Super accomplished hunter. A super accomplished hunter. But he's never played that game. And if you've never played that game, it's okay. In the golf world, it would be like taking a bamboo thing with a rock tied at the uh-huh. bottom of it, trying to putt with that. Do you even know? No, I don't know. Sh- I don't know crap about <laughs> golf. But... Or I'm you like, take, but you're really gonna try this. You take Bam- your bamboo <laughs> shoot stick tied with a rock on the bottom of it. Is it Gilligan's Island or something? Well, it's it's kind of like yeah. a guy that was not really gifted in a lot of ways going to a massage with a hat. Oh my and being god! Super no. nervous, and then realizing that she doesn't really care. She's happy. Uh, He's happy. Beep, it's all good. Beep 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 bleep bleep. bleep. Yeah. So I would say, I would say the bamboo stick with a rock tied to the bottom of a putter. Homemade putter was much better with a pin. Anyway. Um, this truck is in the ditch. So, I, you know what? There was some other heat challenges. I mean, a lot of times we don't have the, typically the heat challenges. Oh, we, had, but there was, we had some you know, stuff coming off the the, the, uh, the, um, the cans. We had heat waves coming off a couple of the guys' mirage, cans. So, people, people had yeah. some challenges that they were unaccustomed to that they got to work through. This is like getting ready for Asia. When the guys are slapping in the back, say, shoot, shoot, big, big. <laughs> That's about the closest thing I can do is a horny Jack Russell well, and a broom. <laughs> and do you know what? To, to be honest with you, though, this. <laughs> God, I can't even stay focused. Um, because if you can shoot through believe, that, trying, you can shoot I'm through trying. anything. I know. I'm I know. trying to bring it's it like, back. It's like if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> okay. okay, so anyway. <laughs> Don't encourage him. I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm not. That oh wasn't funny, Brian. <laughs> Dumbasses. Okay. Are so, you done? Are you done? <laughs> so, Only temporarily. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, here, here it was what I will tell you. The other uh, ancillary value to the Argali Club is you get two and a half days with Brian Martin out on the range. And uh, if you like this, then you will love the laughs you're going to have out shooting. And then our because, dinner, uh, our dinner conversation was quite interesting. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Um, so yes, if you want to, if you want to be educated by an engineer, left the business to be a realtor in hunting property scratch, left the business to run a back wilderness BC sheep camp, and spent way too many days between there and Asia by himself on the mountain, then you will enjoy the company of Brian Martin at our <laughs> dinners. <laughs> There's a reason the hunters bring their own tents these days. So anyway. <laughs> So, you know what, I thought, you know what, overall, I thought the Argali uh, thing was an amazing uh, event, and uh, um, you know what, Scott Palmer, Shay, uh, Jim, Al, Jonathan, um, Hootie, Brian, I'm missing one. Brian. Brian Johnson. Two Brian's. Two Brian's. You had five Brian's. Hawaii. We did have five Brian's, five Brian's. around there at one we, time. We, we introduced people. Uh, another Brian? Yeah, we Brian. five Brian's. Yeah, we but call anyway. This one, yeah, we, this was a bleep. 
His great shooting. If wasn't there, if he would have been there, we would have had six. All those guys, though, I will tell you this, all those guys, the reason I think the group went so well is all those guys were super accomplished hunters, and they all were good shots. Shea, that hadn't done a lot of it, Caught on super fast. But he's he done, done a lot of shooting. But he's done a lot of hunting, though. He's, and he's done a lot of shooting, just not shooting in that application. Does that mean? I right. think he's done more Shea, normal Shea's, hunting. Yeah, Shay's had a ton of trigger time. He knows how to zero yep. right. He knows how to get Scott after. Scott and I brought him on his first big game hunt while we were in dental school. He's a big waterfowl hunter, even though, and I think I overdid it with him to this time because the first time he took me to his uh, place waterfowl hunting, he gave me the leakiest waders you've ever seen. Mm. So I need to. Uh, I need That's to why that. you said the second day. I don't know if we should give that rifle to Brian and let him shoot it, or to <laughs> Shay. Yeah, Shay, Shay. I just Shay, if you're listening, <laughs> I just want you to know. I took your buddy in the back and I said, "Hey, I think we should give him this rifle." And he goes, "That's your rifle." And I go, "I know," but I said, "I, I, I, I just think we should send it out the door with him and let him shoot it." And he goes, "All right." And he was like reluctant, and I'm like, "I wonder why." But now I know it was because of leaky waiters. <laughs> he wanted he wanted you to struggle, brother. So anyway, um, so I have a question. In the off chance that anybody would particularly want to be part of this Argali Club after the conversation y'all have just had, yes. <laughs> how does somebody go about doing it? Is this invitation only? It, well, well, it's members. Was, it's yeah. members only. It, this was invitational. Yeah, w- this was an invitational only. This was like we were auditioning. This was a little different than any course we've ever done. And actually, super fun. I really enjoyed this course. Um, we were going to have it more. Uh, I, I, my thought was, Brian and I were not 100%, because I was thinking, no course. But but there was a lot of, I would say there was a fair amount of instruction that got incorporated into no, it. No, you can't not. Yeah, I know. You I can't. mean, we're, we're, we're in it to win it. The difference is, is that we were shooting with them yep. and together as a team. Yep. And so what happened is they could see a little bit more of what ha- – and not to say that we're the greatest shots. I'm not trying to – our critics that are listening going, oh, they're promoting themselves. That's not what I'm saying. I don't want to say that at all. Um, but we do shoot a lot. And so for them to be able to see how refined we were in our approach to some of these things, boom, 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 and, you know, sub-30 seconds. There was so much that they, they mentioned that they enjoyed – for instance, we had somebody who was a little bit on the struggle bus at, I think it was 750 or something. His gun was just giving him a little bit of a hiccups. And we went over, okay, well, this is one thing we could do. Here's another thing we could do to troubleshoot that. If you were on the mountain, say you were, in, you were on a hunt with Brian in Tajikistan, you're at 13, 15, 16,000 feet, your turret's off. This is how we would, and they're like, whoa, 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 would you go over that tonight? Well, we told them we would, and we kind of ran out of time. Because there was a couple ways that we could have, um, you know, stuff like that. They really enjoyed, mm-hmm. I think. And uh, anyway, but but we we should incorporate stuff like that. What happens if you have a hiccup on the side of a mountain? There's a lot of stuff, though, and you really don't realize it until you've actually been in that experience. Right. That's why a really good guide sometimes for, for these guys that are hunting is, is very beneficial because a good guide will hopefully prevent some of that stuff for sure. a more inexperienced hunter. But was there like a prerequisite for the people that were in this? I mean, you wanted we, to go through the shooting schools like you mentioned before. Every, everybody yeah. but two had been through okay. our shooting schools. Okay. No um, gender fluidity. No. Um, no left-wing insanity. Most of, them, okay. most of them had been through multiple, actually, yeah. shooting schools. So they were, 
Um, and you could tell. I mean, like the, your Iowa all guys. Of, all of them had been, are accomplished, accomplished mountain hunters. Yep. And Every the, one of yep. them. Yep. So it wasn't like we were taking somebody who'd never yeah. um, right. been out west. Or, right. So that's you what know. you could expect if you yeah, were going mean, to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, these guys, most of them If have, you're going to get the most out of this course, I would say if we offer this course, and you want to inquire to answer your question, yeah. if I can real quick, uh, Rolling Bones Outfitters. Uh, info at rollingbonesoutfitters.com. Correct. S- send, us, send us a, hey, you know what, I'd be interested in doing that because we would like to do it, and when you'd leave with a pack, you'd leave with lots of instruction. You'd leave with uh, um, a, a several gift packages um, from us, and uh, we'd encompass all that in there. But I would say to do this and to get the most out of it, you need to go through a level one course with us um, because even the two guys that Brad uh, and clients of ours were Brad, you know, um, that hadn't been as – is never been through a course, um, have hunted the world with him and us and have hunted all over. Does that make sense? Yeah. Th- there, yep. was, there was nobody that wasn't an accomplished mountain hunter. Right. And, uh, um, and th- they get a lot. If you're not that place, this isn't going to be the one for you. You're going to be on the struggle bus and frustrated. Yeah. And when you see guys. But you can get there. We can get there. Yes, yeah. we can get them there. Th- this exactly. Is, this is, yeah, this was, these guys were all good at what they do and uh have done a lot of it so they were experienced mm. so and i think I, I, for all their hunts coming up this was a, a significant benefit for prepping them for this fall and i i saw the pictures on instagram on rolling bones instagram for the dinner that you guys had i think it was on friday or saturday night where was that, by the way? I didn't even recognize Saturday that Saturday night was Jake's. Jake's. That was Jake's. Jake's. Yeah. That's Jake's. I've been oh, there. Lily and I yeah. have been there four times since you told oh, yeah. us it opened. But you know what? The other, so, the other so place, I just want that's you like to know. That's like a four-star. So, I mean, so that's a four-star. It star. was well, five-star. It was. But the other nice. place was better, though. Better food. Well, you, you like that better. Taste is subjective. But they're both really good. I had zero yes. complaints. No, but no, if I, I had to say the other one, I'd say the meat was better. So right. let, for those people, Jake's is in the Midnight Star. It, Kevin Costner used to own it. The Midnight Star was the casino in Silverado. In the and movie, his char- yep. In, in his character, I think he was Jake, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so it used to be super neat. Um, yeah. it, it's no longer owned by Costner, but you'd go in and he had all kinds of... I will of tell you this. We know the owners. They were just in, at my other office the other day. Unbelievable people. Yeah. Unbelievable people. Yeah, it's yeah. a nice place. No, yes. I'm just saying... And it, the, our waitress had a that's, good that's where she That's where the me. theme came from, and it used to be a five-star restaurant, right. and it had all of his yeah. memorabilia it from did. his yep. movies. Sure. The fact Super the, neat. You yeah. know, it was like... Uh, uh, Elliot Ness. In, so uh, you guys were top shelf. I mean, you took them to the yeah, top yeah, of the yeah, We rolled out yeah, yeah, yeah. the red carpet. And yeah. the first wow. night and the first night we did catered in here, and we had we had world-class yeah. food catered in. We yeah, and no I was expenses. here for that. I got to tell you that. Those ribs that you had? Yes. Out of this world. No, okay. So I'm trying to be good and eat. <laughs> so I'm not eating a lot of whipped freaking potatoes, yeah, right? Yeah, but those were good, too. Or <laughs> corn. What's, a, what's up with that corn? Because uh, I was fire, like, okay. Firecracker corn. It was unbelievable. Oh, that was not, wow. that I, was not need, I need make, to have one bite of make each a Texas just Longhorn because Wes, Wes went to all this work. So when, instead, I ended up I ended up eating a whole bunch of that damn corn. <laughs> we like, burned oh, it all. Oh, the my gosh. So, so that was the first night with the yep. pack fitting and all that. Second night, just so you know, we had Camus. And went to the buffalo jump yeah, yeah. and uh, um, oh right and and we ate yeah. uh, that's right you brought we, your own camas yeah we just brought a table full of camas any, yeah. pl- any place with mounts is where you're going to find Martin so well <laughs> yeah. that's a neat place it's a, a buffalo super, jump it doesn't have as yep. many mounts as you used to they put this new ductwork in it hides oh, a lot of mounts oh, oh yeah but they have they have moose they have bighorn sheep they have elk but you don't have deer. swalls there anymore while you're eating steak so it's good <laughs> I would say though so j- just to jump back on uh, uh, tax care and I know this is going to get a little bit longer than normal 
The fall preparation is the biggest added value to what I saw for this. Guys come out, and it doesn't matter, this or any of our courses, the fall, this getting ready for fall preparation for hunting, I would say, would be the number one asset. If I was going to spend money and I wasn't in this business and I was going to spend money on something, all the things we've done, all the all the stuff, I would say I can get on the elliptical and do 2,000. I can get myself to do 2,000 feet in, uh, in 20, 21 minutes um, in vertical, and I can get my legs strong. But how do I get my trigger strong? How do I get my, my application to shooting down range strong? This, this is a, a place to come do it and right. get the right instruction that somebody can give you a value-added uh, critiquing, if you will, and yep. uh, coaching. Very, very unique course. I, you know, there's essentially – I don't know of any other course like this. And I will tell you this. It was all – the whole thing was set up. I, I got to give Lindley credit because the whole thing was set up going – she went, okay, we're going to roll out some financial services entertainment for our folks coming in, and this is going to be super nice the way we do it. And um, I thought it was super nice. It, didn't you think it was amazing? I, I, I thought it was, uh, it it, was it, top shelf. It, 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 you know, it really and, worked and out for these well. people, we, we're friends with all of these people. You know, we've just gotten to know them all over the years. It, it's fun to have that fellowship. Well, they've too. been the biggest supporters of our yeah. company. You know, they just really so, have. These I mean, I would have, say over the years, they've, you know, be, they started as clients, or some of them were friends before, but I mean, now they're all friends. Yeah, they, did, they didn't get a rifle given to them and then go, um, I know more than these guys. You know what I'm saying? Um, they, they've just been super good to us and worked hard. So um, at hunting in all our locations and been bigger supporters of us. So just a quick reminder, visit rollingbones.com and then just go click contact us if I give you the wrong email. <laughs> there's, there's big orange buttons on every page that says contact us. But anyway, just a reminder, rollingbones.com, check out our membership. That'll help you get started on your next hunting adventure of a lifetime. Our memberships are built just for you. Think of your membership as joining a very special hunt club that features our five-star concierge service. I think that that's a great way to put it. And, uh, um, you know, if you're looking for somebody to help you with an application strategy, do your applications for you. If you're looking for a place, a dashboard to have all your hunting stuff, your your receipts, your, your, you know, a dynamic dashboard that can change with your hunting needs, you seriously got to check out. Um, uh, our, uh, our, our membership. It, it, it is unique in the industry. It provides a tremendous amount of value. And these guys will tell you. You know, I, I think of Jonathan Ankner. I think of Jim Bonanno. And I think of the amount of miles they put on and their hunting uh, schedule and the way this membership, what it's done from their shooting to everything. And uh, um, and having that dashboard, be able to look on there and, and go, I, I, oh, yep, this is where I'm going. This is what I'm doing. Um, it's just great and to have that in-office service for them. So if you're interested, uh, go on over to rollingbones.com, check us out, um, and uh, check our memberships out and see if it's for you or not for sure. If you have any questions, 605-644-8000, 605-644-8000, we can help you. Be sure to subscribe to Hunt the World wherever you get your podcast. You'll find us at iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. Also, share it. Let somebody know about today's or yesterday's or the past ones on shooting. It's amazing how many uh, uh, emails we get on the ballistic ones. So go back and review them. Um, and uh, Lots of seven psalm questions, yeah. it seems like we've been feeling. Those are the ones that the women are not listening to. Yeah, ex- exactly. So anyway, um, hey, um, Bob Miller. Bay City, Michigan's on the map, brother. We appreciate you. And uh, Brian and Hootie, um, you need some more instructions and go back to school, my Iowa brethren. 
Um, Best viewed in HD yeah. or listened to on <laughs> 1X from Muscatine, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, until next time, stay safe, be healthy, and happy hunting.